head from the bridge. So I brought it in uh, its original. I bought it in Ireland. It's an Irish accent. I'm just putting it up there. I can tell by your Irish accent. No, I bought it in Ireland. So. I know. So Martin, what's up? We're going to finish now the fourth parak in Eretz Chavetz with the commentary, since it's in the Eretz Hatchi, with the commentary of Rav Avinir. So we're on page of those pages, I'm not two fifteen, so maybe that's three or four. I don't know what this. Where it says Lachen Yesh Kitzba. That's where we're up to. The top of the page, page two fifteen. Yeah, it says on two fifteen. Says two fifteen on it. Okay. Lachain Yesh Kitzba. We used to sing Ain Kitzva, that's on Rashashanium Kitva. But some things there is a Kitzva. With Hashem Ain Kitzva, but with human beings there's a Kitzva. Machin Yesh Kitzba Kama Kach Yesh Bechez Yonlev Zali Solovis Masa Hachaim. Those are the words of Rav Kook himself that we learned. That, remember, that our existence in Chutzlars is not the etzim of our existence. It's what we're able to, what we're able to survive. We've been able to survive Bekoshi because of the Chesion Halev, of the great vision of our heart that binds us to the cell that we were talking about by Rikas last week. And because of that Chesion Halev, we've been able... <coughs> We've been able to manage to build Jewish communities through all the long years of our girls. But Rav Kook says, this is the, the second part of the Torah, which is upsetting for us here in Chutzlar. It's, it's upsetting. This is, Rav Kook is saying this, that there's a limit. Kitzpah is a limit. There's a limit to the strength that that the vision of the heart has. The heart can only hold so much. And and we see this, and we spoke about this last week, that the connection that secular Jews felt towards Eretz Yisrael in the past is getting weaker and weaker. There are very beautiful efforts that are being made to strengthen that and so on, and we spoke about that last week at the end with birthright and ideas of how to... Of how to connect Jews to Israel and in doing so to to give a charge, give a charge to that chizyon halev, to that vision of the heart that that keeps us that keeps the Jewish heart beating so far away from Israel. But it's getting weaker. We're at the end and it's getting weaker. And there's a kitzpah, there is a there is a, a limit to the chizyon halev that it can carry at least all of us masachayim to carry upon itself the the Masa Chaim, the, the weight of, of Jewish life. The weight of Jewish life, of true Jewish life. So Rav Avinir explains, those are the words of Rav Kook in the, in the bold print. And then Rav Avinir explains, Yesh Gvul. Yesh Gvul ad kama evshel ha-hachzik v'aymed b'chaim ha-galusia. There's a limit to how long Golas Dike life can continue. Ach v'rak ha-deichas yonis life. Because remember, the etzim of Kedusha Yisrael is an Yisrael. Everywhere else, it's drawing from, it, from there. Achverak aydeh chazionis leiv tikvas v'machshavas through the visions of the heart and the longing and the, and the thinking about Yisrael. V'losel b'koycha nesi v'lechayi'ah. Rav Kook says that to, to carve this path that connects, that gives life to the nation, that that road from Eretz 
to Chutzlar, even though as far as traveling nowadays is much easier, but it's but it's much more difficult to make this connection. Rav Avinir explains, B'chutzlar, it's kosher laham shechel iskayim b'tor am, rach mikor chesion halev hazeh. It's hard to continue on as a nation. Mr. Rav Cook speaks a lot about in his farm that our national character has been very, very badly damaged in Chutzlaritz. We're a nation. We're not just a religion. We're a nation. We're a people. <coughs> and in Chutzlaritz, as much as we've tried to have communities and kehilos and, uh, you know, for some places you'll have, you know, three shuls get together to dance in Simcha Star or something, the feeling and that reality of being a nation, of being an Am, in Chutzlaritz, we can't, we can't have that. We just don't have that. It's very, very, very weak. It's only our connection to Eretz Yisrael. We're in Eretz Yisrael. We're a nation. We're a people. Rav Kook says, "Nearer Rav Kook says, "It seems to him that we've reached this limit." Rav Avinir writes, Seems to have finished to end. And from now on. Staying in Golas, being delayed and postponing our return, Mahavas Hakonis Nefashas Gemur creates a danger to our souls, remaining longer in Chutzlaritz. Let's look a little bit, look at 433. 433 is a very famous comment of the Gra. I mentioned it two weeks ago, or maybe last week, outside. But it's it's uh, very important to see inside. It's it's from the Gra, it's perish on the Zara Kaddish. Kimeis on 433. Kimeis Shacharv Right, The Gra says, the Vilnagon says that since the time of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, Yotzaru Cheinu Ateris Rosheinu, a Ruach, the crown of our heads, there's a lot of Kabbalah here, we're just going to say simple without Kabbalah. The Ruach, the crown of our heads, has left us. That direct dosage of Elokus in such a powerful way, we don't have that. And all that we remain, the body of Am Yisrael remains, but without a soul. That's what happened after the Chorban. The soul, the Besamikdus was the nefesh, was a terrorist Roshayna. And once the Besamikdus was destroyed, we remained like a goof below nefesh. A goof below nefesh, we call a corpse, a body without a soul. We would see a and then after that, we went to Chutzlaritz. That is the grave and the worms that surrounds us. <coughs> so we already died by the Chorban. As a nation, we died. Chutzlar is the grave. We try to make the grave as comfortable as possible, but it's the grave. I mean, you could have air-conditioned graves. You know, with tennis courts and swimming pools and stuff like that also. <coughs> but you don't have any hanav. If a person, if you're a mace, then you don't really have hanav, which is the matzah that we're in. He's building all kinds of fancy things in the grave and not really having much pleasure for any of it. And we have no way to save ourselves. The idol worshippers, meaning our enemies, in Chutzlaritz, they consume our flesh. They're the worms the, in the grave. Those are the, the worms and the bugs in the grave. that consume our flesh. When we call Makam, the Gros says, Nevertheless, there were, there were groups of strong where Yiddishkeit was strong in Chutzlaritz and yeshivas gedolos and great yeshivas. Ad shenirkav ha-bosar va'atzomaz nifzeru pizer achapizer. 
until the flesh rotted in the grave and the bones became disjointed and separated and spread apart. This is, he's describing, uh, he's describing uh, godless Europe especially. Mekomakom <clears throat> the Goyen says that still, still, the bones continue to exist. The atzomus v'kayomus, the bones existed. What are the bones? Shehen ha-tamir chacham shebi Yisrael ma'amid ha-guf. Those are the tamir chachamim that at least somehow the tamir chacham over the years of Golas, the tamir chacham were able to maintain a structure, a skeleton, some kind of a semblance of Jewish life. Without the, without any of the light of Ejisel, without any of the light of the Beis Hamikdash, but the structure, the skeleton of Jewish life. I was uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was in Miami, so I was uh, so I only spoke in one place there, and, and uh, Ezra was there. We had a couple of simcha was there. I had a couple of chaver there. It's a magnificent building. I never, I, I never saw that this place. It's a beautiful, beautiful building. And the first thing I said when I got there is like, "What do you like?" I asked like, "What do you guys do over here?" <laughs> and like, what goes on? This is this is. I said this place must cost at least a million dollars. They all, got, they all start yelling at me. It's fifteen million. It's fifteen. Million. I was just joking. I said, "I mean this, this. I just mean these couple of rows over here. Nothing about the whole building." I, I said, "What do you do over here? Like, what goes on in this place? You need such an expensive building. Fifteen million dollars must be some unbelievable davening and learning. Because it's an expensive place to hold so much davening. So much davening." So much learning must be going on over here for $15 million. It's a lot of money to pay for davening and learning. Or else it's, God forbid, if it's not, then it's a skeleton. It's that summers. It's a skeleton. It's the structure. So the Goyen is saying that in, over the years in Golas, the Tamil Chacham were the bones, the skeleton that, that was struggling to preserve, to preserve the, the skeleton of Am Yisrael. It's, it's a... It's a depressing uh, way of, of presenting our massive, but the, the Goyen wanted to make a very strong point. <clears throat> and even then, he says, that Thomas is spread out all over the place. <coughs> even the Tamir Chachamim, where, what, far apart from each other, not like it used to be. Ad near Kavu Thomas, but then it got worse. Near Kuvuhat Samas, then the bones rotted. The bones themselves disintegrated. Lanisha Ella Tarvad Rekiv Mitano Vanasov. All that's left is the Tarvad Rekiv, is the that part of the body that we believe in that remains that Hashem will bring us back, but the Luz, you know, there's some some trace of life that's still left. Because there's a part of the, the Jewish body that even after it's buried and even after it rots and everything disintegrates, there's something, something from which Hashem is going to bring the dead back to life. Something. Something. So the Goyen says that's all we have now. He said that in his time, and he was the Vilna Goyen. He says there's a thing. That, that's all that's left is the Kusta de Chiyusa, is that little bit of life. And, it's, and, and the guy, and I'm sure, <coughs> with the Jewish HaKadosh, saw that our enemies were going to do everything they could to try to stomp and to crush and to burn and to gas and to, to try to get out that Kusta de Chiyusa. And when he speaks about that we're like bones, you could all remember pictures, that the horrible pictures that all of us have seen of, of what was left when they, and what they found when the Americans came to the concentration camps and the pictures that the Nazis and Shamam took themselves and that, and that American soldiers were taking just to see the bones and, and they did everything to try to burn the remains. There should be nothing left. There should be nothing left. Nothing. And the Goyen says that's what's left of us. Just just that little, little, that offer, that the, the dirt, the ashes, that has a little bit something still left, a little bit of shamunas, a little oil, a little, of, a little bit of life. And that's what it says... In the Pasuk, Shichel Ofen Afshena, that we've been, that our soul, we've been, we're bent over and crawling in the dirt. 
He didn't bring the last sentence. I don't know why he didn't bring the last sentence. The, la- the last sentence is that the Goyen says that, and all that we're waiting for, and all that we're diving for now is for Tchias That's what he says. Tchias There's no doubt in my mind that, that Rav Cook, in, in, na- in naming this section of his writings, Pretty sure, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure that he gave the name. I think he did. I'm pretty. Sure, I'm not sure. I think he gave the name to the, to the sections of this the, of this of the song. But so he always used the word tchia, even if he didn't call this particular. But he always used the word tchia. Tchiluum is tchia, 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 coming back to life. <coughs> coming back to life. That's all, all of Rav Cook's stories are about coming back to life. I have no doubt that it's it's it was in it's it's talking about. What the Vilna Gon was describing is that our matzav now, our matzav in in, in Chutzlars and Golas. It's a little bit at four thirty four. Okay, so I told you last week that you know the Rav Avinir is a wonderful tzaddik, but he has a very strong inion he tries to get across, and uh, there are things that there are things that are not a hundred percent. Agreed upon, but he's a he's a, a fiery Jew and he has a lot of good things to say. So he uses Rav Cook's words as an opportunity to say them. But it's good to see. And so four thirty four, not the whole, a little bit. <clears throat> and four thirty four. So Rav Cook says a pretty shocking thing that the kids near In other words, that. That we that it's reached its limit. The vision of Eretz that has preserved Chutzlaretz, he says, It seems that it's already come to the end. That it's not holding it anymore. Which would mean what Rav Avinir explains is that con- continuing on in Golis uh, is dangerous. Is dangerous, to, maybe not physically dangerous. Although, if it was so safe, we wouldn't have to have half the shul watching security every Shabbos. Physically dangerous and dangerous to, to the soul of. Uh, now, it doesn't look like that. It looks like you know every single thing that's written uh, is about you know. Look in the Jewish newspapers. You think that this is like this is it's never been better. This is uh, life can couldn't possibly get better for Jews than it is right now. And that's all the dimyon and the shitchi is the superficial way of measuring what's considered to be success. I, I I always say that if you want to know where we're really holding, then just look at the look at the advertisements in the Jewish magazines, and you get a sense of where we're really holding. The advertisements in the Jewish magazines. Baruch Hashem, there are there are wonderful yeshivas and shuls and. And, and schools and so on, and there are more black kosher restaurants than ever before, and so on. In these few places where we live, in the few places where we live, you know how many Jews are on Long Island that are totally assimilated. Just in Long Island, and some of you might not know that beyond Cedars and Central Avenue, there are Jews. <laughs> there are Jews out there, like all over, all the way. Patchogue and Hapog and all the other hogs are out there. <laughs> all the places out there are filled with Jews. You know that? Molar is Samamish, filled with Jews. Filled with Jews. Long Island, just give me, we live in Long Island. Filled with Jews. This place far, far, far from Yiddishkeit. Very far from Yiddishkeit. Filled with Jews. Marrying out, Hashem Yachim, Tarfis, Chil Shabbos, no Shaykhis to Yiddishkeit, except the Jewish name. That's getting lost. But 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 when the Vilnagon was writing about bones that are crushed, <clears throat> he was talking about religious people, you understand that? He wasn't just talking about like uh, in those years most of the Jews were still by the Vilnagon's time, most of the Jews were from. And he spoke about it as as in, in such a depressing way. Dead and crushed and bones and so on. So obviously it's not just about Jews who are not religious. He's talking about, if the guy described, felt that way about life in Europe in his time, religious Jews he was talking about in Europe in his time. Religious Jews. So then, so then, you know, what, 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 what are we? 
the, the ashes are taken and thrown into the wind somewhere, dumped into the river. What are we? So what would the Vilna say though? If you would see so all the kosher sushis and all the pizza shops and and all the and every yeshiva saying how they have thousands of you have here yeshiva Baruch Hashem the neighbor can I know that and by Darchi there are thousands of children can I know and all the other yeshivas that are here Baruch Hashem and in Brooklyn and 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 in uh, Muncie and in Monroe that we have in Lakewood can I know which is what we're proud of we're proud we're very very proud and we're trying very hard to 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 somehow to keep things going. <clears throat> but the Nishama, of course, the Nishama. There are a few people that got upset. They wrote this article a few years ago for the Cloud Perspectives. I don't know if any of you read it. So so I began with the Torah from the, from the Peace Etzner, from Eish Kardish. When he spoke about himself, and he said, uh, you remember on his 40th birthday, right? So the Rebbe said how that I see myself as a person that when you look at me, the painting is a very beautiful painting of a Jew that sits and learns all the time and keeps all the mitzvahs and davens and pizetzna. He says, that's what, but, but you remember what he said? What could I accept upon myself to learn more, he said? I don't waste any time. So the bad things, he says, I don't have a shaykhist to. Imagine. So, w- remember what he said? What's the one thing I want to take upon myself? It's my 40th birthday. What did he say? This guy who lives here. I want to convert. I want to be a Jew. I want to convert into a Jew. I want to be a Jew. Mm-hmm. Not to understand such a thing. Mm-hmm. I want to convert. I want to be a Jew. Because he, underst- he understood what it means to be a Jew. To convert to be a Yid, to be a Jew. So there is such a thing, what the Rebbe was saying is that we're... Remember when he's talking about himself and he says a painting or an image of a Jew, he was filled with Yoshimayim and Ahavas Hashem and Ahavas Yisrael, just packed, packed, packed with all kinds of good things. But just very, very far. We're so far from an understanding of what it means to be a real Jew. That's why, one of the reasons why in the morning we, 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 we don't make a bracha. The Yeshua's Yankov and others ask, why don't we make a bracha every morning? Why do we make a bracha Shalasani Goy? It would be much nicer and more politically correct to say, Shasani Yehudi. I want to thank yourself for making me into a Jew. So the, the, to be a Jew, it's not talking about my religion, Baruch Hashem Jews, but Bam is to be a Yid. What it means to be a Yid. There is not one Adam inside of us that's not Jewish, to be a Yid. We don't, we don't even understand, we don't feel like a mace. That's what the guy is saying. A mace doesn't feel anything. A mace doesn't feel anything. I told you many times, when Chaz Levenstein, when he was here for that short time that he was in America, when they were driving him, and they were coming close to Manhattan, to the, to the center, to Times Square, he was never here, and he had his eyes like this, covered. He started to scream, he can't go over here, take, drive away from this place. And what were we talking about? What was showing then, you know? Uh, what, 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 what was the Wizard of Oz? I don't know what was showing, you know, in, in Times Square. What was playing? And he, and he already felt, Zayid, Zayid the Jew. No, uh, don't feel these things. Totally like like a corpse that doesn't that's not sensitive. It doesn't feel anything. It doesn't feel anything. So this is Sakonis Nafashis. Rav Cook says that the Kitzba seems that we've we reached our limit of of being able to be on this respirator with Israel. And we 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 reached or it seems he says that we're reaching our limit. So to say that 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 it's already we're here, and and it's very hard to stay alive. So the fact that we have the fact that we have religious institutions that are, are wonderful, that are filled with many many Jewish children who are half dead, and the shuls are filled with people who are half dead. Just walk look around by davening and what's going on with the, everything else, half dead. That's, that's even though it's better, thank God, than not having. But we have to be very, very careful to be so self-congratulatory and to be, feel so uh, uh, satisfied. Kilu, we we've, we're finished. Kilu, we're kilu, we're, we're done. <coughs> the 
Kotzka once said something like that when a person came to him. He asked, what does it mean to be a Jew? He says, it means to be a Yid. To be a yid. If, you, if you think that you are one, that means that you're not. In other words, if you think that you've reached that place that you could say that I'm a Yid, really what a Jew is, it's a simon that you haven't gotten there at all. So life in Chutzlaretz, life in Chutzlaretz, Rav Kook says, has come to this point. So in 434, Ravinei writes, we, we once spent the Shavuos night on this, so you're not going to go into this now. Whether there's a Chiv to go up to Eretz Yisrael, there's not a Chiv, as one is a, whether, whether or not the roads, like it used to be in the old time, just to get to Eretz Yisrael was a, a, was a danger to your life. To go to Eretz Yisrael was mamish dangerous. To live in Eretz Yisrael was dangerous, but just to get there was so dangerous, from Chutzlaretz. <coughs> So there are people, there are people, I, I've had this conversation with so many people that uh, over the years, especially when I was a rabbi in high school, that the parents didn't want to send their kids to Eretz They said, it's dangerous in Eretz They don't want to send the kids because it's dangerous in Eretz Which I always, my answer to that was just on a simple, on a simple level, that over the years I had a few students that were, that were beaten and that were mugged one of them very seriously many years ago in in uh, here in New York. I, I never I don't I didn't have any of my students, thank God, that were ever hurt in Eretz So of course there are Jews that are hurt in Eretz So The Jews that are killed in Eretz So Lawalaina. But how do we define can we continue to define Eretzel now as this is what this is what he's trying to explain. And from, from he'll bring from Rav Cook. Eretzel it used to be that it was a Malkam Sakana. Can we still say that nowadays HSL is a Malkam Sakana? So you could discuss that in Halacha, and then you could discuss that more in, in Panemius, what is the meaning of Sakana, the danger? Whose children are more likely, if we're talking about secular Jews, our brothers and sisters, the religious Jews <coughs> are holding on, they're marrying hopefully the right way, but secular Jews, which, which of the secular Jews in the world are more likely to continue on with their children being Jewish and grandchildren being Jewish, those who live in Echisol or those who live in Chutzlaretz. There's no mystery. that These are the studies that are made, and it's not a mystery. The Jews of Echisol, even though they're secular, by being in Echisol, there's more of a direct connection to that life energy and force. But in Chutzlaretz, what's happening in Chutzlaretz, the... the uh, the assimilation of chutzlars. I don't know what the percentages are these days. I get so upset when I hear the numbers. <clears throat> when it went over fifty, I, I, I like didn't listen to it anymore. But I know the I know the percentages are way beyond fifty assimilation of chutzlars, right? I don't know the exact numbers, but it's beyond fifty percent of the of the Jews that are getting married, uh, marrying out. Is that true? Closer to ninety. I don't think. I don't know. My Reform Temple that I grew up in when I was. Became religious about tenth grade in nineteen ninety two, so it was a little while, you know, a few years ago. And already then, once I became religious and became conscious of it, I calculated about of the of the tenth graders in nineteen ninety two. I calculated maybe seventy percent of my class probably wasn't halakhically Jewish. Wow. Just that was already that's already uh, twenty almost twenty five years ago. No, nope. so so this is the maths of is is sakonish nefashis mamish. So he says, "Oim harav v'chibaretz yisrael zushas asakon." So how do you define danger? V'chibaretz yisrael zushas shas asakon. Eretz yisrael is dangerous. The goal is zushas asakon. Goal is dangerous. There's chaye shah and there's chaye olam. Statistically, is there greater danger to one's physical life? To compared to America, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know how that. How, I'm sure that that could be figured out somehow. Also, that's with numbers. What's the danger to a Jew physically in America and physically in Israel? But there's chayisha and there's chayom. There's eternal life and there's physical temporary life. The goal is ushasa sakana. As quickly as possible, 
continuously called out for the Jews of Chutzlaretz to come to Israel. We don't feel that danger is immediate in our communities. Again, we have to make a chilek. It's very, very, it, it, it's, it's very misleading because we're just going by, uh, you know, by our places, uh, he, the, our few communities in Chutzlaretz. But when you go outside, like Binyamin was saying, when you go a step outside of, the, of our heavily populated from neighborhoods, when you step, mamish, just a step outside, it's 70, 80 percent, no shaykhs. No shaykhs to anything. He said 48 percent. What? Below, he said 48 percent. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, 48 percent. All right, I don't know. According to Google, 58 percent if you count the Orthodox Jews yeah. in, in the number. But if you remove the Orthodox Jews, then it's 71% of non-Orthodox Jews are marrying out. 71% of non-Orthodox Jews are marrying out. That's 2014. And I'm curious, curious, what is the, the, in Eretz Yisrael, secular Jews marrying out? Mm -hmm. I wonder that. What's secular Jews Jews in Eretz Yisrael marrying out? Marrying Arabs or going whatever whatever kind of guy is. It's it's been, but secular Jews are beginning to say they want the country now to go towards being Jewish, not to be secular. Right. So I'm I'm just curious. What is the is there? Uh, uh, there probably has been some kind of a. Lady Ackerman yeah. helps these women who are married. To I know that they're trying they, to help. They, them. Their, their number is thirty five thousand Jewish women are married to Arabs. Thirty five thousand Jewish women are married to Arabs. Yeah. Presently now. Many of them were taken away, and there's a whole the crazy stories of they're kidnapped and taken, all these things. And okay, so the, the, we're talking about here with non-religious Jews that in Chutzlaris we're talking about 70% plus, and that's, a, that, that's, that's from a couple of years ago, or two years ago, whatever it is, three years ago. And these things, I think, increase a lot, unfortunately, over, over the year or two. So Rav Cook writes, I'm Amare Araya. He writes over there. These are the words of Rav Kook. He says, Rabbi, say, everybody, let's go to Eretzisol. This proclamation, let us call out with one voice. Like when the Torah is given with a powerful voice that doesn't stop. Come to Eretzisol. Beautiful, pleasant brothers. Bo'ul Eretz Yisrael. Hatzilu es nafshe seichem. Oh, but that would end up being such a prophecy, no? Even on a very basic level of being alive. Hatzilu es nafshe seichem. Save yourselves. Hatzilu es nafshe seichem. Es nefesh dore seichem. Save your save your souls and the souls of your of your future generations of the children and grandchildren. Ves nefesh amenu kulai and the soul of our nation. Hatsiluhu mishayim musvetimyon. Save it, rescue it from destruction and loss, from being lost. Hatsilu mirekev vahashpala. Save it from disintegration and degradation and humiliation. Hatsilu mikol tuma verisha. Save, save. Our people from all impurity and from evil. Be called Tsaravitsuka. From all the Tsaras. Shuolul Alayim which is which they are in danger of. Mukhol Atsais Ha'amim and all of the nations all the countries of the nations of the world. Bli Hevdal Vahefrish without any difference. So what's left in, in Yemen of Taiman? of that beautiful Jewish community of Taman, the most uh, holiest Jews in the world, the Taimanim, what's left of them? Five, four, five, I remember. Uh, they were also being being killed over there. A couple of Jews, what's left in Yemen. How many Jews are there now in, in Iran, in Persia? How many Jews are there in Syria? How many Jews are left in Lebanon? Outside of Europe. Bowler to sell. It's not just a Europe. Bowler to sell. Nikra bekol neru marish. Let's cry out with an awesome and thunderous voice. Bekol ram verash god. Bekol mechaylo saara with a voice that will stir up a storm. Omargish shemayim varitz and will shake up heaven and earth. 
the scream of the voice that will tear apart all of the walls of the heart. Run for your lives. Run for your lives. And come to Eretz The voice of Hashem is calling out to us, not just my voice. The voice of Hashem is crying out. His arm is reaching out for us. Through the spirit of our hearts, he's trying to gather us back. He wants us to come back. He's encouraging us to return. Everything is showing us that, that the time has come to, to return. He's, he's actually giving us no choice but to cry out with his powerful voice. Achenu b'nei Yisrael. Achim al-huvim beloved dear brothers. Bo l'erit Yisrael. Hilaktu l'echad echad. Gathered together one by one. Al tamtinu al storim b'dvarm rishmiyim. Don't wait till everything works out with all the official things to work out. Al tamtinu al storim. Storm means until everything is just right. You know, that's my, my, I, I've said once, but my wife always makes fun of me because I'm, I'm very, very, by nature, I'm very masuda. I'm very inflexible when it comes to anything that's not uh, the way it's supposed to be. Uh, that's why I'm like, if there's a, something that, a, that's not done 100% according to the, the chok or whatever, it affects me in many, many ways. I'm just stuck, like in a very, 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 I try to work on it, but, uh, you know. So I have, like, you know, I have my exact time for everything and it has to be, and so I'm sugar with time, I'm just in a very, very crazy way, because I have a certain amount of time every day that's set for this and set for that. And that. So there are people that have this teva, that it's, it's, a, it's a hard teva to, to have, it makes things more difficult for children who don't like to live with schedules. Uh, <clears throat> but what Rav Cook is saying is that you're going to wait until everything is just right, you know, to leave it as so. For Eretz Yisrael, you're going to wait until all the is al tamtino al storm Don't wait until everything is meachus, you know, till everything fits exactly and works out exactly. The stims that don't wait until then. Al tamtino al rishiyonis marishim ufrasamim. Don't wait for all kinds of uh, a rishayon means a, a license, but it means uh, from, it means. Uh, not to hear it doesn't mean a license. Like from the nations of the world, all kinds of all kinds of declarations of uh, uh, you know in, uh, inviting Jews to come back and welcoming Jews to come back. Stop waiting for for all of these rishionis marishim for some marishim like the Balfour Declaration, right? For rishionis marishim for some for all kinds of loud and famous big declarations and proclamations. Don't wait for all that stuff. Just do what you can now. Himalto, escape. Vehe also, and gather together and bowl to Ejusel and come back to Ejusel. Soilu, soilu, hamasilu, like the Navi says, carve out a pathway. Bada amenu, for the sake of our nation, ha'ahu, which is so loved, vanidka, and is so crushed, so oppressed. Ha'ula bapoil shadarku. Make it clear that the path of returning to Yisrael show that the path that leads to Yisrael is ready. It's there. There's a path that's leading back. There's no reason for the Jewish people to delay. Or to seek, Don't look for all different pathways and different drachim. There's one way. There's only one way. And that's the way to go. There's only one road to come back. There's only one road to come back, and that's Teretz Yisrael. You can look. You can look in Chutzlars for other ways. You're saying there are, you can look in Chutzlars for other ways to save yourselves. You're gonna try to find other ways, but there's only one road. There's only one way. 
And that is the way we must go. Okay, then he brings down some of these statistics that uh, according to what he had when he did this, this is already, um, I don't know, like 10 years ago when this came out, a little bit more. They're not encouraging. Turn the page. <clears throat> go back to the text, not the note. Second, we should do this. Okay. No, he's talking about uh, page 217. 217. No, 216, there's part of it that's one of the letters of Kuk. It's going to take a long time. Right, let's go right there. 217. Alkane. Alkane, you read this? Rav Kuk says, Alkane, you read this? Therefore, we see. Yiddishkeit and Golas, that is going down. Piloi means in a terrible, terrible way. It's going down. Ve'en tikva, and there is no hope for it. So it has to be replanted. It has to be transplanted. And put into the, into the earth in which it grows. The earth of Jews is Eretz so. That's where we grow. That's the natural place of our growth. So, so if Cook is saying, The only hope is to plant, to plant us in the, in the place which is the source of our life. Rav Avinir writes, Not life that is, that is based upon visions and dreams. Which is which is wonderful and it's helped us all the years, but tikvais, hopes and rikshais, emotions. Elachaim, <coughs> what? What kind of life? Like Rav Kook says, Mamoshim. Chaim Mamoshim. Real life. Chaim Shel Kedusha. A life of holiness. Ravinir explains. Loi Kedusha Chitzainis. Not an artificial, a superficial type of Kedusha. Mu'atekes. An artificial uh, uh, imitation, like an imitation of Kedusha. Which we have through the Chazianus slave, through the visions and tikvais and the hopes and rikshais and the emotions. El Kedusha, but rather Kedusha, Rav Kook says, Atzmas, actual Kedusha. Not the imitation and and the hope, but kedusha itself. Atzmas. She'en mitzuya kim be'etzisro. She'en mitzuya kim be'etzisro, which can only be found in Eretzisro. Even the Baruch Hashem in, in Golos, we have wonderful places and shuls and yeshivas. as a mikdash ma'at, but it's not. It's not atzmis of kedusha. It's not. It's not. So Ravinir writes, Omnam, Nachon Chaim Of course, everybody's thinking, anybody could ask, why everything in Eretz so Gavaldig now? It's so Gavaldig in Eretz There's plenty of problems over there. However, so Rav Cook's words, I feel a nitzayt's echad shalachayim ha'mamashim halolo, even one spark of real life. Yechaya Hamoyin Godel is able to give life to to multitudes. Verav Shalchaim, on the other hand, so he says one second. Nitzas Echad Shalchaim Amoshim Alol Yechaya Hamoyin Godel Verav Shalchaim Galuisim Chazyonim and the Shama Arayanis Urgoshes that one spark of real life can you can't compare one spark of actual life to the life of, of Golis, which is based upon chesionims, on visions and hopes. It's two different things. Actual life itself. <coughs> the actual life of the holiness of Yiddishkeit of Yehadis, 
can only be revealed with the return of the nation to its place, to Eretz Yisrael. Rav Avner writes, in a real and practical way. Rav Kook says, which is the path that leads to our return to life. To our return to life. Shekain Reish is Tchiyas Yisrael, Rav Avinir says, since the beginning of Tchiyas Yisrael, if I return to life, Bo'li Dei Bitui B'Shiva Sein L'Aretzayna, is expressed and takes place to our return to Eretz Yisrael. Omnom Vadai, Shishlona Harbei Chazionis Ruchniyim V'Yidelim Elyonim, there's no question that there are many, many visions and ruchnias and ideals. Rav Kook says, In other words, there are many things that haven't been met yet in Eretz Yisrael either. There are many dreams that we have for ourselves in Eretz Yisrael that have not yet materialized. Still, Rav Kook says, However, of course, says in Israel, the transition from dream to reality is much faster and much stronger. The dreams are 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 are, are very ethereal; they're not concrete. In Israel, the dreams of kedusha, even though they haven't yet all materialized. Uh, crossing over from the dream to the reality in Eretz Yisrael is is uh, much stronger and much faster. The, fan- the practical foundation will take its place to give life to the vision that is getting weak. That's very much connected to what we're learning in Moshe Shabbos, the Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, those two worlds. The Yisraelamaisi comes first. We'll talk about that more tomorrow night in Moshe Shabbos. And the Seder of building Am Yisrael, in, in Eretz Yisrael, the physical foundation that is being improved, even though a lot of the Ruchnistic hopes and dreams haven't been met, but Rav Cook is saying that it's going the, the the there's going to be this connection between the ruach and the guf, the neshama and the guf, and it happens in a much faster and stronger way in Israel than in Chutzlaretz. She says, "Rishis kol yeitzarech." Rav Avinir explains, "The rishis kol yeitzarech be yisod hamaisi." This is the need of Meshech Ben Yosef. This is what Rav Cook was talking about in his hesped that he gave in Yerushalayim that we learned that we learned the last two weeks. Rish is called Tzarech, Yesh Tzarech, Yisrael Hamaisi. First, we have to, after all the years of not being, uh, of not being able to, to, to take control and achrayis for our own lives, first, the Seder is Mashiach ben Yosef, which is the Yisrael Hamaisi, to take care, practically, to, to come back to, to taking care of our, our practical needs. To come back, first, to Jews to return, to get back and, and to take care of building up the country. And through this, by by all of Am Yisrael coming back to Israel, it's true we're coming back to Israel limping and crawling and so on, but once we get home, so then, you know, you get, uh, then your mother takes care of you, she gives you some soup and you get out, take a hot bath and you can come back to life when we get back to Israel. So it's true we're crawling and limping and we're injured in Chutzlaretz. But, we, but the Yisad HaMaisi is to come back to life. And coming back to life is an Yisrael. <clears throat> and only by coming back to life can these exalted visions that we have, that over the course of the thousands of years of Golos became weak, and faint, till they almost died. They'll, they'll return to life. In other words, the ikr, the ikr is that we, we first to, to come back, to come back, 
and to and to reestablish ourselves in a healthy way. And and once the kli is a healthy, strong kli, then in a very very quick and effective way, the the ruach, the neshama, can be reinfused into the guf. Hashem That's that's what that means. The ruach and the guf being connected once again. So the first call of Rav Kook is that whatever condition we're in, all of the all Jews, all of the gufim, every Jew to come back, come back to Eretz Yisrael, to return. We already learned this inside. Let's just see Rav commentary. To the extent that the world becomes is becoming less um, barbaric and more gentle. And the Ruach of man is beginning to develop in modern times. There's a stronger voice that's awakened, that's calling us back to return. So he explains, Obama's on a Rome, Kate said, Yosef, Yosef, Anosh, and Rotsam Kayam, Luchios Chaim Tivium, which means, we see that, we see that at the end of time, there's much more of a, of a, of a, a longing on the part of mankind, Bechlal, to live a, a, a gentler and more natural life. There is, there is such a need at the end of time, there's a stronger, it's a stronger need. And Tviyazu Yesh Bahar Beiman HaEmes Vatzadik. Rav Kook writes. So he explains about Avinir. Haikaron Hamadaber Al Chayim Tivim Hu Ikaron Nacham. This this desire to return to a more natural and healthy life that's that's taking that's found in all of mankind now, all of the world. It's 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 a, it's a, it's a true thing. It's good. Al Shu Olul Es Galus Betsurim Hu Veses. Which means it can come out; it still can come out in a very unhealthy and distorted way. But the, it's the responsibility of of the great ones, of our leaders, to take this longing for natural life and for healthy life, to take this great longing and to direct it back to where it belongs, which means the only natural place of Am Yisrael, which is to return to our home, to return, to come back to Eretz Yisrael. Right, we'll stop with the Rav Avinir here. We'll continue next week in Eretz Chayfetz with Parakei Mitzvah Shem. Good Shabbos.